I'm Kate, and welcome to the Picture House Podcast, where we discuss the architecture, design, and history of America's early cinemas. We hope that telling the stories of these places and the people associated with them will help you explore their place in our collective memory and our communities today. The construction of a new theater was often big news in any town, and the theater that we're going to talk about today is no exception. In fact, it was front page above the fold several times over. Let's look at the Art Deco Uptown Theater in Napa, California. On November 24, 1936, the filing of the theater's permit was the top headline in both the Napa Daily Register and the Napa Journal. The coverage in both papers was very similar. Plans were submitted for a Class C building, 85 by 120 feet in dimension, and with a seating capacity of 1,200 persons. The building's architect was Alexander Aimwell, or A.A. Canton. Early biographical information on Canton, at least online, is scarce. We know that he was issued his architectural license in 1901, and that after spending several years in Europe in the early 1900s, he returned to the U.S. and patented architectural designs for decorative columns, capitals, and architraves. His work was featured in the fine arts journal, The International Studio. Active primarily in California, and especially the Bay Area in the first half of the 20th century, Canton designed in various styles for almost any use, from educational, Alhambra High School in Martinez, to commercial, San Francisco's Pacific Telephone and Telegraph Building with Miller and Pfluger, to residential, a three-story apartment in Alameda, and industrial, a warehouse on Natoma Street in San Francisco. But he seems to have excelled particularly in Art Deco buildings during the 1920s and 30s, and is credited with designing a number of notable movie theaters, Napa's Uptown being one of them. After the Uptown's building permit was filed, the City Council of Napa hesitated to grant it for so large a building until its members could go thoroughly into the plans to check exits, aisles, and fire prevention features. It was noted that the structure will be steel and reinforced concrete, with wider aisles and exits than the customary theater in the larger centers. According to the blueprints, the structure will be one story in height, of modernistic design, and with a large marquee extending about halfway across the frontage. There will be two stores in the front, on either side of the theater entrance. The council didn't hesitate for long, however. Just a few days after, the theater once again made the front page, when the Napa Daily Register reported that the city had granted a conditional approval of the plans, pending a cost estimate. And things moved pretty quickly after that. Via the Napa Journal, the theater's owners announced on December 6, 1936, that work on the new theater, to be known as the Uptown, would begin within just a couple of weeks. At that time, the theater's cost was estimated to be at least $60,000. The general contract, which was awarded to low bidders Moore and Roberts of the San Francisco area, was valued at roughly $50,000. Steel and electrical work, not included in the main contract, will bring the total of the construction to 60000 
and equipment will hoist the figure still further. By late January of 1937, the steelwork of the new Uptown Theater was climbing, marking the first tangible evidence of the structure above the ground level. A mammoth hoist was installed to swing the girders into place. From then on, work continued at a relatively brisk pace throughout the spring of 37. Before March, workers were putting the finishing touches on the web of girders. Wall forms were rising, and pouring of concrete was underway. There were an average of 14 workmen busy at the site daily. Just a few months later, the building was estimated to be 80% complete, and interior decorative work was underway. Late May saw the heating and cooling system installed, the ceiling work nearly finished, the fixtures being put into place, and the projection room in progress. And by the end of June, the cherry on top of any theater, a beautiful neon sign, was ready to be added to the exterior. Claimed to be the largest ever installed in Napa, it weighed 2,500 pounds and was to be bolted to the front of the theater above the marquee in sections, all under the watchful eye of the city engineer. As the end of summer approached, so too did work on the uptown near its end. Slated to open on August 12th, the final couple of weeks of construction saw the finishing decorative touches being applied to the movie house. This included installation of seats by a large crew of experienced workmen who were responsible for turning three carloads of new chairs into comfortable accommodations for 1,250 people. Other final features included the latest type lighting fixtures, luxurious stage draperies, and new screen and sound reproduction tower units. Carpets would also be put down. The Napa Register provided some additional detail on already completed notable features. The auditorium portion of the theater, of perfect stadium design, has been enhanced by extensive hand-painted decorations on the ceiling and by effective designs on the acoustical boarded sidewalls. The projection room offers a novel effect in theater design. It is built in football stadium press box fashion, projecting out over the seats in the rear of the house. Projection room equipment includes the very latest RCA photophone sound equipment. On August 6th, both Napa papers once again gave nearly identical reports on the Uptown's imminent opening. It's safe for us to assume that this was something of a press release supplied by the theater's owners. Every discovery of device and modern scientific research was utilized to make the new Uptown Theater the acme of comfort as well as of beauty. The 1,250 seats in the auditorium were especially designed for comfort, and the material with which they are covered was woven exclusively for the Uptown Theater. Set in rows with unusual leg space between them, the seats slope up from the first rows in a gentle bank which assures completely clear vision and ease of passage. The fireproof projection booth houses the very latest type of projection equipment to assure lack of eye strain, and the new type sound system brings every word clearly and melodiously to theater patrons' ears. Complete comfort is guaranteed by the expensive air conditioning machine for which a special building had to be constructed separate from the theater. 
the giant ventilating system keeps an even flow of fresh air from outdoors circulating through the auditorium and assures a cool and pleasant temperature even on the hottest summer day. In contrast, the immense gas-fired furnace guarantees an even warmth of 70 degrees on the coldest winter night. All told, after an investment of around $100,000, the Uptown was rated one of the finest buildings ever erected in Napa and would offer local theater patrons the last word in beauty, comfort, and luxury. In addition to Canton, ads in the local papers indicate some of the other firms that had a hand in construction and furnishing of the Uptown. Western Scenic Studio of Oakland did drapes and curtains, Walter G. Preddy of San Francisco Theatrical Equipment, Other Electrical Supplies by Matson Electrical Equipment of Oakland, B.F. Shearer Company of San Francisco Theater Supplies, Wonderlight Neon Products, also of San Francisco, supplied the sign and or the marquee, the chairs were by American Seating Company, and Aladdin Heating Company of Oakland was responsible for internal systems. All of this was built upon the structural steel framework that Justin Pacific Company of San Francisco fabricated. The stroke of six on Thursday evening, August 12th, saw the gala formal opening of the Uptown, which marked another milestone on Napa's path of civic development. The theater was dubbed a monument to the city's growth and a promise of rich enjoyment for citizens of the district. On opening night, it was observed that the Uptown Theater is designed in the simplest and most pleasing variations for the fashionable modern type of theater architecture. The magnificent building has a street front of close to 100 feet, and the auditorium itself extends back 125 feet from the entrance. The theater is entered through a wide and tastefully decorated lobby in modified modernistic design which leads into a generous foyer flanked by pleasant sub-foyers with lounges for those waiting for friends or for the show to commence. The construction of the spacious auditorium is such that there is no feeling of crowding or lack of room. In what I found to be an inspired little piece of prose, the local press noted that a strikingly severe illuminated neon sign streamlines into the sky to guide theater-goers to the uptown. And guide the sign did. A capacity crowd, many of whom formed long queues at the ticket office, poured into the new uptown theater for the formal opening of the rich edifice. Patrons found acoustics that came up to all claims of the builders. The new photophone equipment coupled with the soundproofed walls, rendered every word and tone clearly. Lighting equipment was handled flawlessly. The opening program was a feature rom-com, plus four special short features ranging from comedy to the latest news of the day. Between the first and second shows, the wide stage was floodlighted and dedication addresses made by city and county dignitaries. After its auspicious opening, the Uptown showed films pretty consistently well into the 1990s. Various owners came and went over the years, and the theater was twinned in the 70s, and then again in the 80s to become a fourplex. The Uptown's days as solely a movie house ended in 2000. Over the next 10 years, 
the theater was extensively restored and renovated into a venue for live shows. It still serves in that capacity today and is a cultural fixture in Napa. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I hope you'll join us for our next episode. Until then, may your seats be ever in the center 